911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Talk to a Living podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about the quote, wherever focus goes, energy flows. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, this could have been quoted by somebody else, but I know that the person that I hear chant this often is Tony Robbins. And I was listening to, I want to say it was a seminar from 2015. And there's something about the presence and the captivation when Tony Robbins speaks on stage in particular. It's it's palpable. And I know for me, when I'm listening to him, the the imagery and this sort of enlightening, energetic <laughs> mindset that I start to develop when I'm listening to him is something that sparks a lot of new ideas for me. And I was listening to him, and I haven't heard that quote in a while, wherever focus goes, energy flows. And we've heard of things like the law of attraction, but essentially what this is, it's the reticular, reticular activating system. And what that means and the example that he gives is when you purchase a new car, you're all about that new car. So top of mind, your consciousness is all about the color of the car, the make the model of the car, and it, it never fails. But as soon as you purchase that vehicle, you start to see it around town when you're driving, right? Because your subconscious mind was just told by your conscious mind that this is something of importance in this moment. So that's why we start to see those things. And maybe it's the same for you when you've purchased a new a new shirt and you start to see other people wearing that same shirt or that same hat. And that's because it's always been there. Like those other cars have always been there driving on the road. But because of the reticular activating system, it works as a filter to where our conscious mind tells our subconscious mind that there is something of importance. And so without real deliberation, without us having to focus with too much intention, our subconscious mind starts to create this constant filter to try to pick up on that same thing because consciously we said, hey, mind, this is something that's important. So that's a little bit of the backstory, a simple kind of surface level explanation of how it works. And the reason that this came up, and it's never by chance, right? We had Christmas that just came. And after I came home and I called my dad and we were talking about the day and my mom passed away five years ago. So the holidays are especially in, uh, the holidays are especially difficult for, for him. And I know that with 2020, the holidays were especially difficult for a lot of people. And as soon as I start talking to him, he starts crying and he's having a really emotional and difficult time. And my dad has suffered from depression. He's been treated for it ever since uh, my mom did pass away. And so he's just talking about how unhappy he is with his life and what it boils down to and what it's always boiled down to since my mom passed away is he's lacking female companionship. And as his daughter, as his only daughter, obviously, that's not something that I can give to him. I try to, to be there for him. Clint, my husband, does an amazing job, and we provide as much support as we can. I take care of all of my dad's bills, and we show up, and giving him food, and all the things, right? But as you're listening to this, it's not the same as having that person in your life, that companion, the one to share your life with. And so that's what he has been missing now for several years. And that that sense of longing, that deep depression, this state that he's in now, especially with the holidays surfacing these sorts of things, it, it really brought me to the 
the same concept of the reticular activating system, because in my dad's mind, this is what he fixates on. And I'm saying fixate in the sense of those times when we're all by ourselves and we're in our heads and we start to think of one thing and that one thing leads to another thing. And that's all that he is self-consumed with. And it's very similar to this because the reticular activating system, it could work as a virus in the wrong way. So it, it's not necessarily just the good things, but it can also work as this self-defeating element if we're not cautious of it. And this is something that I've been trying to instill in my dad and to explain to him. And when we're thinking of something like being so alone or living in a world, living in a life that we're not happy with, and maybe this sits with you too, maybe you are in a relationship and you're not in a relationship that is fulfilling. Maybe there's something about that relationship that doesn't bring you joy anymore. Maybe there's something in your relationship that you're you're missing out on that you know that you need and you start thinking about that thing and that thing starts to draw out all the other negative aspects of the other person. And eventually this starts to fester and the pot begins to boil over. And maybe that leads to things like arguments. Sometimes in in really bad relationships, this could lead to physical abuse. And so with regards to the situation with my dad, he it's almost impossible to stop when you're on this roller coaster. It's like you keep loading up that freight train and it keeps going faster and faster and faster. And it, it is not a healthy place to be in. So what do we do? It's important to point out here that the same exact thing happens when we start to set a goal for ourselves. And when you see that bright and shiny thing at the end of this long path, and you know that you want that bright and shiny thing, but you can't quite see clearly through the path. You don't know which way to go to get to it. The more and more that we conceptualize that bright and shiny thing, and in my dad's circumstance, it is it is a female companion. So instead of focusing on the fact that that female companion does not exist, I encouraged him to focus on the fact of the female companion first. So we know that that is the end goal. And then what are some other things that surround that? Well, we need to incorporate some healthy ways of thinking. And so what I did for him last night was I had him recount for me all of the things that were positive that he was grateful for because in the beginning of this conversation, it was all of the things that were just terrible in his world. And so the question that I asked was, what was good about today? And when we start to pull out little pieces of gratitude and things that allow us to to use as little flashlights pointing towards that end goal, I truly believe that this is what starts us on the catalyst of being able to take that train and to head it in a different direction. And I've seen this happen in my own life several times, so I know that this works, but it takes a lot of self-discipline for us to be able to have the mental focus to be able to work on ourselves mentally. We can work on our bodies. We can pick up some weights and we can we can run. We can do all of these things to, to nourish and to fuel our bodies. But we don't think about how important it is for us to do the same thing with our minds. And we pick up these mental weights by, by doing the things that support our thought process instead of doing the things that metaphorically, it's like taking a bunch of cake and eating that instead of picking up those weights and drinking water and doing all of the healthy things. So when we're looking at it in that metaphoric metaphorical concept, I think it's a lot easier for us to understand that we need to work on our minds in the same exact way that we would work on anything else. Just like building a house, it, it takes a lot of little pieces, but you use those little pieces with intention. You don't just pick up a hammer, a nail, and use some wood without knowing what you're going to do with that wood in the first place. 
So creating that blueprint for yourself, the blueprint is the goal. The blueprint in my dad's circumstance would be finding that companion. And so now it's a matter of finding all those little flashlights that are needed in order to actually see and, and be able to put into focus what that end goal is. And you'll get closer and closer and closer to it until you finally accomplish it. Or you might surprise yourself. And a lot of times this happens too, where that thing that we thought that we wanted turns out to be something completely different because along the way we're going down this path and now we have this immense amount of flashlights that are lighting up the path for us and we might just start to see some things that are different that perhaps we couldn't see for ourselves at the onset because it was so dark. Does that make sense? I really hope that makes sense as I'm explaining this. I get super excited about this sort of thing because I believe that our minds are the most important and powerful tools that we have and something as simple as listening to this episode and then deciding to create a goal for yourself, no matter how big or small that goal is, and maybe going online and ordering a book that relates to that particular goal. That could be the first flashlight that you decide to pick up for yourself. But we have to make that cognitive choice. We have to be intentional when it comes to choosing that that's the life that we want to live. And some people just aren't there yet. Some people need additional help in order to get there. I work with clients all of the time who who can't even see or understand what that goal is. A lot of times we don't know what we want for ourselves. We just know that we're not happy. And if you're listening to this and that just so happens to be you, reach out to me, Ashley Welton on Facebook. Send me an email, ashleywelton555 at gmail.com. And at the very least, come and join our police, fire, military, and families Facebook group because the group is incredibly supportive. And if ever we have problems... Pain shared is pain divided. We all know that. And to be able to open up to a community that understands what your lifestyle is, that understands without any judgment, I think is an important place. And it's important for us to all be able to have a tribe to come back to and know that as we are about to end 2020, there is nothing about 2021 that is going to be any different than this year unless we make the decision and we choose what that difference is. So know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.